We are back at Vegas Ringside Rundown. I'm here, Ron writes, of course. I'm also here with some guy named Nate. Here in studio again on a Sunday. Yeah, I know, I know. It's been a little while since we had one, actually since Thanksgiving. But we are back. We're going to make it. try to make it more consistent. We decided that Sundays will probably be a better day for us to push out the podcast. So get ready to listen to Vegas Ringside Rundown starting on Sundays, this Sunday, starting today, and every Sunday ever since. If you have any questions, please email us at info at VegasRingside.com. But once again, let's get this party started because we're back. Get ready to to hit the ice with Nate and Ron on Vegas Rinkside Rundown, the podcast that turns the spotlight onto youth hockey in Las Vegas. All right, we are back uh, for another spectacular edition of Vegas Ringside Rundown. And I do want to say thank you for all the listeners. I've heard a lot of listeners come up to me over the last uh, seven days and thank us for doing the podcast. You're absolutely right. It is needed here in Las Vegas. It is a youth hockey podcast. We talk about the sports of hockey from ages of, what, 8 to 18 Plus, uh, I believe UNLV played a little bit this past weekend as well. Nate, did you know that? I did not know that. And I believe next weekend might be the Thunderbirds. I think they're doing like an in-season tournament or something. That'll be fun. That should be very fun. But let's talk turkey. <laughs> well, we, past turkey. We're a little past turkey. Well, we did have a big tournament over Thanksgiving weekend, which we did. We kind of... We set up last Thursday or the previous mm-hmm. Thursday, um, but there was a big tournament over the weekend. Uh, it was called the Silver Stick, yes, hockey tournament. It's geared for your AAA, AA. Is it AAA? AAA? Yeah, Tier Two AA tournament. Uh, it's a national tournament. This was a regional, so this was the Pacific Southwest region, um, or maybe just the Pacific West region, but. Yeah, so teams from all over the West Coast, Las Vegas, Arizona, all came up here to try their hand at the getting the Silver Stick banner. Yeah, and if you get that banner, guess what you win, Nate? An opportunity to keep playing. Oh, Right? It's a regional yeah. tournament, and uh, the winners of these Silver Stick events end up going to, I don't know, Michigan or somewhere. Yeah, it depends on the age group, I think. So I think... 14, you would have gone to Michigan, and then some other people were going to New York. Well, wherever. we are still here in Vegas, so I that guess we, are. we didn't win, right? No, we did not. So it was a good tournament, though. Uh, we ended up taking... So when I say we, it's Las Vegas Storm. We we are the dads of uh, two Storm kids playing on the 14UAA. They ended up... Uh, they had a pretty decent tournament, actually. Um, we do have some injuries on the team, so with without some kids, they still they actually had to bring up a couple kids for that tournament. Yeah, the couple kids from the the A team, two defenders, uh, Aiden Farragher, and uh, yeah, Aiden Farragher, Aiden Farragher, and um, Tyler, Tyler Hop. Hop. Yeah. yeah, let me help you out with that. Thank you. I was struggling with that one. 
So the number number seven and number fourteen. Yeah. So which was absolutely must needed because uh, we just got done playing some Vegas Junior Golden Knights uh, scrimmage games this la- this current weekend that we're in, and uh, we did not have those those kids up. Mm-hmm. And you definitely can see a difference, uh, oh, yeah. a little drop off, but we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so we were able to bring up those uh, A kids. Uh, they helped out tremendously. They, we've got a couple of wins under our belt. We also got a tie. Um, but the big, uh, I guess, the big battle would have been against the uh, Santa, Clar- Santa Clarita Santa Clarita Flyers, SC Flyers. They go by. Um, they are ranked, uh, I guess, lower. Right than us, mm-hmm. so a better team. Um, but honestly, I think we who do we have in net at that time? We had uh, Kobe, I think it was right. Mm-hmm. We ended up losing three one, but really two one because I I know we pulled our goalie and stuff. And but the problem was is they also there were some penalties. If you thought that Vegas was going to have some kind of uh, I don't know luck with the refs, the, that that was not the case. Did not happen. Um, there was a couple of penalties, questionable penalties, so we'll say, and uh, late penalties, like closer to, I don't know, with less than two minutes left in a game, 2-1 game. Uh, you're looking for those those refs to kind of put away the whistle. Like, it, it would have to be quite obvious and blatant. And mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the, the calls were kind of ticky-tack. So, yeah. nevertheless, they were calls that were made. And uh, unfortunately, the Las Vegas Storm ended up taking a loss on that uh, game, three to one. But once well, again, but they did overall. Overall, they did very well. All three goals came on power plays. Yeah. So, and I believe the the one goal for Storm also was a power play goal. It was. Uh, so it was a really evenly matched game, uh, which certainly. Uh, Belied the the ranking differential, yeah. so they're top forty in the country, and Storm was top one hundred, or no, not even top one hundred. We were one hundred eight, I believe, and they were number forty exactly. So, <clears throat> you know, given that it was a really really close game, uh, neither team was really able to put much offense together, uh, except for the power plays, and even yeah. even then, um, it was really. One of them was a really odd bounce where our players didn't see the puck and in the middle. And mm-hmm. then the um, the other one basically was just a scrum in front of the net and Kobe lost track of the puck and it was just a right place, right time. So there, there was one goal that was legitimate. It was a great play. Uh, <clears throat> there was two kids in front of the net and... Uh, one kid came from the corner and buried it home, uh, buried a pass home from his partner in the that came from the center of the net, passed it, passed it off to the side. Kobe couldn't get there in time, and that was a, that was a beautiful goal. But um, the other two were really strange things that you know, strange puck bounces. Yeah. So the puck luck didn't go our way. No, unfortunately not. Uh, we we end up losing to the eventual uh, champion, Silver Stick mm-hmm. champions. Uh, they ended up taking on Tri Valley Bulls in that tournament and ended up winning, beating them five nothing. So you know, I guess we at least we got one on the board, and we didn't give up five goals. Only three, not terrible. Yeah. Um, we obviously had opportunity there. There were there was another Vegas team in that tournament. Obviously, the Vegas Junior Golden Knights. They're fourteen U Um We did not play them in the tournament round robin. 
but Vegas Junior Golden Knights uh, ended up playing in that tournament as well. Uh, they ended up going. They so there was ten teams. They were number eight and nine, mm-hmm. or excuse me, nine and ten. They were number nine, I believe. So the funny thing is, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, I'm just going to mention it here on the podcast. Why not? Was that uh, you know we ended up losing to um, San Diego Gulls, Junior mm-hmm. Gulls, right? I think if we would have beat them the first time, I think Vegas is in because the Junior Gulls had the same amount of points too. Yeah. As uh, Vegas Junior. So if we would have beat them, they would have only had two points. And Vegas Junior Golden Knights had beaten them. Yeah, so they would have gotten in on the I think day. they would have. I Probably. Think, I think they would have gotten in. So unfortunately, we lost to that team, which honestly was a shocker. We should have beat that team. Because we ended up playing them. We ended up dropping from second to, fi- uh, to fifth. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up playing the fourth place team, which was uh, the Junior um, junior Gulls. And we ended up beating them four one. Mm-hmm. So we 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 had to come back, you know. Once again, I don't wins losses whatever. I just feel like you know you got to take you. I I wish the kids played like it was the final game of every single game they play, right? Um, but also, I always feel like if you if you had a loss, you're probably going to be entitled to a win the next time you play them potentially because there's motivation behind all that. Mm-hmm. But Vegas uh, Junior Golden Knights ended up playing in that same tournament. They ended up playing uh, the Junior Gulls, beating them 4-1. Tri-Valley Bulls, that was the second-place team, losing to them 1-5. to And then Anaheim Junior Ducks, number two, losing them 2-6. to And then they uh, ended up uh, shutting out uh, against Utah Junior Grizzlies. There were some other teams, uh, the 16U team. I think the high school teams were in that tournament as well, right? Yeah, so both Faith and Gorman JV teams were in the 16U divisions. I don't think that they were in the 18U divisions, but I might be wrong. Um, are we, I'm, I'm going to check right at, now. Looking at the board. Uh, well, there well, was well, 12 let, you. Yeah, but let's talk a little bit about When you're talking about tournament play, though, your 16U division is high school JV, junior mm-hmm. varsity. Your 18U is your high school varsity team. Correct. Though there there are 18U tournament teams out there that are not... Kids are in high school, of course, but they're not playing for a high school team. Correct. So Nevada, for the 18U, had the 18U Vegas Junior Golden Knights AAA team. I believe they were in that... No, they were not in that tournament, I don't think. Was it the 17th, 18th, 19th? Yeah, so the AAA teams wouldn't have been in there. No. the Tier 2 team. Yeah, okay. They wouldn't have been. They they were somewhere, but they weren't there. But well, let's see if the Las Vegas Ice Wars were in there. No, they were not. They also had an 18U team. And then the uh, 16U team, they definitely were in there, especially Bishop Gorman, um, Vegas Junior Gold Knights, AA, 16U, uh, played that weekend. They played the L.A. Junior Kings, ended up uh, losing them 2-4. to four. The Valley Thunder, uh, beating them 5-1. to one. Rose City Pals, beating them 2 nothing. Uh Played Orange County, uh, beating them one nothing. And then taking on, man, they played a lot of games, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking on the Anaheim Junior Ducks, number one, beating them 6 to nothing. And they must have won it all. Vegas Junior Golden Knights, double A. 
for 16U. Must have. Because they took on Valley Thunder. Now, Valley Thunder, I believe, is out of Alaska. And uh, they beat them 2-1. to one. Yeah. Uh, so this is the 16U? Yeah. Okay, so 16U for Silverstick. Uh, they beat Valley Thunder in the championship. So 2-1. Yeah. to 2-1. One, so one. The Vegas Junior Golden Knights will be... So the Vegas Junior Golden Knights were the only Vegas team to move on, huh? For 16U? Yes. Okay. Yes, they were. Okay. So they ended up winning, and they're moving on. Obviously, they'll be playing somewhere, not here in Vegas, somewhere uh, in the uh, another regional tournament. It only gets harder, right? Yeah. You have the best of the best coming out and playing. So, so both. So it looks like Bishop Gorman Varsity uh, was in the 18U division. Uh, unfortunately, they were 0 and 4 uh, in that division. It's really really difficult because you're playing a you know, the double A teams that play a higher level of competition than, than Gorman, Var- Gorman varsity really has played. Well, yeah. And, um, and you know, that, that can be expected. I mean, I know in California, the varsity teams are a lot of travel kids. We, we have a lot of travel kids in our varsity mm-hmm. team as well, but, but I don't know, like they, there's just a lot more kids in say California versus Nevada, right? Yeah, very, very true. So you you can have in an area you can have a, a quite a few actual double A talent, mm-hmm. um, and maybe some of them don't funnel say with uh, funnel through like uh, Junior Rain or Las Vegas, uh, the um, L A Kings and all that, but they have to. They still got to come out and, and try to win, right? So yeah, they ended up sure. lo- they ended up losing, though, unfortunately. But th- those the Silver Sticks is a very tough. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good teams coming here, right? Correct. You guys played in it last year uh, for Bantam Double A. How'd you guys do? Um, I mm, I don't remember exactly, but I don't know that we won a game. Okay. And and I'll tell you something: the O eights that were in Bantam last year was pretty. There were some really good kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I th- one of them is actually on that 16U double-A team that went went on. Uh, yeah. Alan Westwood. Yeah, Westwood. So, yeah, Great job, kiddo. Yeah. And uh, so I th- and two of, the, two of the kids, two of the 08s on that team are now playing elsewhere in uh, higher level. Uh, so you have one, Rocco. McAtrado, who's playing for Culver Academy out in Indiana. Yep. And you have um, well, a few AJ, of them. Won. AJ Rubino, who's on Bishop Gorman Varsity. Yeah, but you, but a few of them went on like one went to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one went to Indiana. That's where Culver Academy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, you know, left the state. They can, so they they did it. Yeah. Um, and you know when, when we've mentioned this in our previous podcast, like you know, you're not really looking for that kind of stuff until you're about sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's a, that's a good age that, that you know you're graduating out of fourteen U, yeah, moving on up, and that, that's really when you want to start looking at your options and seeing what you're going to do, or if you're really going to sort of pursue hockey as a thing. 
Um, the other question is, is did, did we have any things lined up tonight? Oh, okay. We do. Nate, how do you, how do bedtime stories keep getting better? Well, Ron, that's the magic of tall tales. App. It's like having a genie grant your every <laughs> little rusty. At Nate, this, I guess. how do you, how do bedtimes, Nate, how do bedtime stories keep getting better? Well, Ron, that's the magic of tall tales. App. It's like having a genie grant every story wish. Right. Personalized tales, silly characters, endless adventure, all at your fingertips. Just a tap, and you're whisked away to a world of imagination. Perfect for those nights when the kids are asking for one more story. So, folks, visit talltales.app and make bedtime the best part of the day. Tall Tall Tales, tales. where dreams and stories come alive. Ooh, very good. So getting back into into the game, no reason to put down your mic there, Nate. I mean, no reason to shut her down. So getting back into the other games, uh, we had a couple games. Um, we wanted to do a quick shout-out on some of the other teams that had played, right? You've got uh, – yeah. So there have, was a tournament this weekend, Yeah, right? so there were, there were – well, I mean, two that we know about. And for the ones that we don't know about, where can the listeners reach out to us and yeah. tell us about it? Reach us out. Reach out to us at – Info at VegasRinkside.com. Yes. Or just check out our website at www.VegasRinkside.com. Oh, very nice. Okay, so there was the Vegas Sinbin tournament, and then in Nashville, uh, it looks like the Ice Warriors took took the family out there, and uh, so they had one, two, three, four, five, six teams playing in the Nashville Can-Am tournament. Wow. And so... How'd they do, Nate? Uh, they did quite well. Uh, I think they were all playing above their sort of level. Uh, so you know, we've talked before. You have the A level and the B level. Yeah. Double A, triple A, so on and so forth. And I believe that um, most of their teams were actually playing a level level above where they're rated. So they did quite well considering that. And um, I know that... So for the 14U at least, we had two teams make it all the way to the, to the final and play for the, the gold. And then 12U was playing for the bronze. Uh, or so, no, sorry, 12U was playing for the gold. 14UB was playing for the bronze medal. And the 14UA was playing for the gold medal. No, 14UB was playing for gold. For gold as well? Okay. Yeah. They were so, three and zero, or four and zero going into the championship. Okay, so the all right. So starting off the ten uh, U, uh, the ten U Ice Warriors went two and two and zero. Okay, in the tournament. Um, so they played the Junior Predators, Nashville Flyers, and Music City Marauders, and then in the final game, which I think was the bronze medal game. Uh, they took home. They took it four to three. Oh, good. So, yeah. uh, and then the twelve U. I think this is the twelve U B team. Yeah. Uh, so they they were in a group. Uh, 
with the Music City Marauders, the Boston Terriers, and the Ashburn Extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they went two one and one, and they lost in the the final game there, which was the third place game. Okay, <clears throat> and then who did uh, do we know who they lost to? Ashburn Extreme. Oh, Ashburn, never yeah. heard of them. So, but they're extreme, and uh, the twelve U in the honky tonk division. Uh, so I think that's the twelve U A or double A. Price Warriors, probably the Ice Warriors. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was the top division that they had listed. Okay. So I think this is one where they were playing up. Okay, great. And so they did quite well. They went two and two, and they were playing in the bronze medal game, I think, and they lost to the Arapaho Warriors three to two in that game. Unfortunately, dang it. So. Rappahoe so Warriors that they're from Utah. Yeah. They went all the way to Nashville <laughs> all to play the way to Utah team. So but they did play the Arctic Arctic Junior Fury, the Nashville Junior Predators, and the Nashville Flyers. Okay. So they had some variety. Yeah. Teams from here, there, and everywhere. And then in the RCA Studio B division, which I think this is the B division. No, I think it's just called Studio B, not not the B division. Okay. So the Studio B division was the fourteen U. Yeah, so this team, this Ice Warriors team went 2 1 and 1. And so they lost or they won the third place game. Okay. Against the Ashburn Extreme 9 to 3. So they took that one home. Is this for Pee Wee? This is for 14 U. Oh, it's 14 U. Okay. 14 U RCA Studio B. So I think this was the upmost, the top level then. This is the A team. And then the B team. Uh, played in the 14U Ryman division. Okay. Uh, they went 4-1-0. and uh, Their loss coming in the cha- the championship to the Junior Predators, who they had beat previously 2-1. Uh, they lost 2 to nothing in the yeah. championship. Now, they would have gotten on the board early from Ethan Wrights, but they called it high stick. Mm. I showed you the video. It was a high stick, unfortunately. Okay, just making that <laughs> clear. You know, from from Ethan is not as tall <laughs> as the as the top bar, right? No, no, but, it was, but it, was it was pretty still, high it up. Was, it was still yeah. still pretty high stick. But um, but you know, uh, from a dad moment though, uh, even though it was a high stick, he, where was he? In you know, in front of the net. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the shot from the point was way too high. Um, but he was still able to get hand eye coordination, get on there. So good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, by getting some contact on there, but unfortunately that goal was waved off. Yeah, no, it was. It, it had the the puck been just a, a bit lower, and it would have been a beautiful play. So it's still beautiful, like he, that he was able to make contact with it and actually adjust the trajectory of the puck down into the net because it was going way over the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then we have sixteen U Las Vegas Ice Warriors. Um, so there was only one 16U division, and this might have been a little above their where they're currently at competition level. Why? Okay. Why is they went 4 and one in the uh, okay that division? <clears throat> so, but they played a, a bunch of teams from everywhere: the Wissahickon Warriors, Twin Bridges, the Oshawa Generals, and the Utah Dogs. Utah Dogs. So, um, good tournament from them to go to. They got to play with teams from here, there, and everywhere. Okay. And uh, they did quite well overall. So um, 
there were only one team with a losing record, one two teams with a winning record, three teams with a winning record, and two even teams. That's actually really good for a tournament. And, you know, a lot of families traveling out to Nashville. I'm, I'm sure that was a, a fun experience for the Las Vegas Ice Warriors to get out there and, and battle it up. Yeah, especially, I mean, as a as an organization, just going with basically the whole group. Yeah. So No, it's great to see. I believe the Ice Warriors moving forward will be going heading out to uh, Chicago pretty okay. soon, too, as well. For another tournament, uh, I believe my wife will be out there. It could be me. Who knows? We'll have to see. Um, any other? There was a tournament here, though, in Vegas, right? Yeah, here in Vegas, we had the Sinbin tournament. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is related to Sinbin.Vegas, but same name uh and so we had a bunch of teams playing in this one so this tournament went from the 10u level all the way up to the 18u level so this is the 16u double a and 18u double a junior varsity and varsity which we were kind of already talking about right yeah. yeah so but starting off at the 10u level it looks like um the 10u a level uh, the Silver Knights and the Junior Golden Knights played in the championship, but their score wasn't updated yet, so we don't know the outcome of that. Uh, that being said... Uh, well, my prediction, um, Silver Knights has a pretty good 10U team. That, yeah, no, I think Silver Knights... They might even be ranked higher. But here's the thing. My prediction is the Silver Knights. Mm. Beating up on Vegas Junior Golden Knights. Tenure. Quite possibly, quite possibly. But in that 10-year division, you had the Vegas Junior Golden Knights, Las Vegas Storm, and the Silver Knights. So, and it was, there was some time, the, the Storm and the Junior Golden Knights played. Junior Golden Knights beat the Storm 3-2. to two, And the Silver Knights played, oh, they already did play. Uh, previously, Silver Knights took the game against the Junior Golden Knights 4-2. to two. Ooh, and the storm played the silver knights, and just to show anything can happen on any given day, uh, storm and the silver knights tied. So the transitive property does not apply here. <laughs> and so, uh, hats off to all those teams. And then in the ten U double A division, there was the Las Vegas Storm and Vegas Junior Golden Knights. And it looks like there was only three teams in that division as the Junior Coyotes were the other team. And it seems that the Coyotes took the took the gold home there, unfortunately. Okay. Beating the Vegas Junior Golden Knights 5-1 to one in the championship. Who ended up beating them? The uh, Junior Coyotes. Oh, okay. Arizona. Yeah, they, they got some good teams in Arizona as well. Yeah. So the Storm... Uh, didn't fare well in their 10 double AA division, going 0-3-1. The Junior Golden Knights went 2-1-1. and Their loss coming to the Coyotes. Okay. The championship. And how now how 12 is interesting. So we have 12-U-A because we have the Storm Girls. Yeah. We have Storm. We have Vegas Junior Golden Knights. And we have a new team in Vegas, recently minted, uh, the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, I don't know where the bounty hunters are from. I believe they're they are house league kids that mm-hmm. uh, were, were able to get sanctioned um, or get a roster put on, and 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 they were approved by USA Hockey to play in this tournament. Uh, don't know much about them. So if you are say the coach of the Las Vegas 
bounty hunters or you're one of the parents that kind of help out with that team, hit us up at info at VegasRingside.com. I would love to talk to you. Maybe even get you on the uh, podcast for a quick interview of how you went through that process and and maybe if there's any ups and downs as far as that goes. Because I believe it's pretty difficult to get a team into any type of sanctioned tournament absolutely uh in the in in the normal season in the summertime it's a lot easier to do it but uh hey we want to say that you know tip your hat off to uh we tip our hat off to you guys for for getting it done yeah and so that it seems that the 12u a division was made up of all vegas teams so the storm girls storm vegas junior golden knights and bounty hunters okay uh so it looks like Storm took that uh, division, so took the banner for the Sinbin Vegas. Oh, uh, going four and zero! Wow! So, and then uh, second place would go to VGK as Storm v- VGK is three to nothing in the championship. Okay. So, and then in the consolation game, the Storm girls took it to the Bounty Hunters six to one, but. There, the bounty hunters did get a tie. They did get a tie. The previous game, right before that, bounty hunters and the storm girls tied two to two. Yeah, so that's actually pretty impressive. You know, travel hockey girls are good players. Absolutely. And uh, the bounty hunters managed to squeak out a tie. That's that's really good. I believe our our twelve U Storm girls team is actually a, a very very good girls team. Oh yeah. So there's some players on there that are quite good and would would you know. Probably could compete on some boys double A teams. Oh, for sure, absolutely. <clears throat> and then, uh, so there was supposed to be a fourteen U division. However, that got uh, that got canceled because a few teams dropped out. That being said, moving on to the sixteen U JV division, uh, Bishop Gorman Junior Varsity and Faith Junior Varsity mm-hmm. both played in this division. Bishop Gorman going two and two, Faith going. 0 oh and 4. And then Bishop Gorman playing in the consolation, losing to Orange County 3 to 2. Okay. That was for JV. That was for JV. Okay. So not a bad showing. Again, like we talked about, it's double A teams versus high school teams is usually the double A teams a yeah. little bit better kids. Yeah, of course. So, but good, good for them. And then in the varsity division, uh, Bishop Gorman and Faith both played, and and again here's here's a th- here's the thing in the 18U division. Basically, this is an age differential because you can have kids as young as 14 on the varsity, uh, and I believe that they do have a couple 14, 15 year olds on Bishop Gorman varsity. Um, yeah, I'm sure they do, and uh, one of them, well, 15 year olds for sure, absolutely, yeah. So they. Uh, both Faith and Bishop Gorman played the 18U teams from McKinney and Junior Sun Devils. Um, Bishop Gorman went 0-3-1. Faith went 1-2-1. And, and so they did, you know, represent them quite well. None, none of the games were like crazy blowouts, um, except for maybe McKinney versus Bishop Gorman. And I think McKinney ended up being the champion okay. of that division. So... Not not a bad showing, and it you know they got some points on the board. 
Faith and Bishop Gorman got to play each other. It was a 3-3 tie. So really evenly matched. Oh, they did? Yeah. Ooh, I would love to have seen that. Yeah, so there was a 3-3 tie. And then Faith actually played McKinney uh, to a 3-2 game, who was the eventual champion of the whole thing. So... And this is varsity. The Faith varsity is pretty good. Yeah. They got some really good players on that team. And I've got these crazy dogs just barking in the background. That's all right. We're not going to change anything. Adds a little ambiance. It is going to be a, a little bit of ambiance. And with ambiance, let's go right into our number two. Let's see. Waiting for Nate to cue it up. Ron, what makes a house a home? That's easy, Nate. It's where your story unfolds and with all western mortgage finding the home is simpler than ever so true they guide you every step of the way from pre-approvals to closing deals life takes you places but all western mortgage brings you home check out allwestern.com and start your journey to the perfect home all western mortgage your guide to home there you go buddy These dogs are ridiculous. Hold on one second, and I will get them to hush with my magic mind. See, just like that, they've stopped barking. Pretty amazing stuff. So there's something I did want to bring up on the podcast tonight. There is some... In- you there? <clears throat> I don't know if most people are probably affiliated with the Facebook group page. This one is called Hockey Parents of Las Vegas. And there's about 2.5K of members. But it's a place where parents are allowed, well, allowed or not, but it's a place for people to kind of talk about, you know, what's going on, some of the concerns. You can post anonymously, which is nice. Uh, Some of the stuff we were reading, I was reading recently, you know, it was about Las Vegas Ice Warriors, that whole rink over there, and and uh, Vegas Junior or Vegas Golden Knights coming over and starting to manage it, and we had a a whole podcast on it, and uh, they did raise prices. Um, the nice thing is, is that you know, like the organ, the Las Vegas Ice Warriors are not looking to go back to the parents and ask for more money. Um, they're they're going to cover whatever those costs are, and they're actually looking to uh, actually get some time over at LVIC. For us, it's a little bit easier, you know, that uh, they have kids in the program. It's a little bit closer. Uh, but, you know, kind of a bummer thing when you heard from the head coach, or, or excuse me, not the head coach, when you heard from the, the, the head guy, you know, Vegas, Golden Knights, uh, for the junior Golden Knights, actually, which is uh, Darren Elliott, you know, saying, hey, we're not going to displace the kids. Uh, no, we're just going to raise the prices so the the another or th- so that the organi- organization that's there can displace the kids, right? Yeah. Um, not that they want to, uh, you know. I'm, I'm positive that um, uh, Las Vegas Ice Wars are not looking to go to LVIC or CNA or Lifeguard or, you know, all America first arena or any of that. I'm sure they're, you know, they just want to practice out of their facility. A nice little tidbit though, is that one Fiesta on the side note is when Fiesta actually sold off the building, 
the Fiesta management team came into that that um, ice arena and took everything, like toilet paper, <laughs> like everything. Like they don't have any toilet paper at that place. So uh, Vegas, you better get some toilet paper into the, the Fiesta ice rink, please. You know, it's a disservice to your parents that have to go there and find tissue on the wall or wherever to use. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. And, you know, rightfully so. Durango is opening up down the street, and uh, they probably need all that supply. Save some money. You know, Absolutely. A few dollars. Toilet paper is expensive. Don't you remember? Yeah. I remember when there was a national crisis on TP. Yeah. But uh, getting back to the parent hockey parents of Las Vegas, there was one anonymous uh, post, and it goes like this. If there's a kid in Little Nights that is checking the other kids, pushing them from behind on and off the ice, in parentheses, multiple kids, not just mine, um, close parentheses, and other uh, behaviors like this, would you say something to the coaches? The other kids keep telling him he isn't allowed to check in this age group, and he just tells them he's going to fight them. I'm not sure if the coaches are, aren't noticing or noticing it hap- happens every week because sometimes the coaches are high school kids and sometimes it's the actual coaches. Hope that makes sense. Uh, we're new to hockey, so I want to send the coach a message, but my kid doesn't want me to. Other kids in the program also witness this and are bothered by it. Um, first and foremost, the one of the pers- one somebody who did respond was somebody who, who runs the Little Knights program. Obviously, hit, hitting even if you are allowed to check, mm-hmm. um, say Bantam level fourteen U, um, it's still not really there's there's specific classes for that. You can take specific hitting classes that are made for the kids to uh, hit or protect themselves from being hit or how to hit without hurting somebody. And we see this struggle even today with our own kids when they go up high hits, elbows to the head. Like that's the kind of stuff that has to be taught at some point Mm -hmm. um, because it will count as a penalty. Little Knights program is a little bit different though because these kids are not 14U. These kids are much, much younger. Um, I mean, they. I guess they could. I think the, there is a cutoff, I believe, for the Little Knights program for age. I think it's like maybe 12 or something, 13. Yeah, I've seen some bigger kids in there, so I think it is at the peewee level. I, they may even have an adult Little Knights program. Well, I know they have adult learn to play. Yeah. but uh, Maybe not Little Knights. Maybe I'm getting learn to play. A little bit different. But the Little Knights program is a great program. Our kids, well, my kid. uh, Did your kid go through Little Knights? Okay, good. Uh, It's a great program. Um, Yeah, it is frustrating for a parent to see other kids um, hitting when they shouldn't be. Though that's what they see on TV, right? I mean, they're emulating like their, their favorite player or whatever. Um. What's your thought? I mean, you're a you're a coach for for house league and stuff. I mean, should the parent say something? On the one thing, if it's if it's, I mean, anything can happen out there, and a kid can get injured. But if they're on the smaller side, it's generally not gonna 
cause anything big. They can't really skate fast enough to, to do anything. Of So it, it's a situation where it puts your kid in a great situation to learn how to stand up for himself, mm-hmm. where he's got a bunch of gear on. Mm-hmm. And even if something happens, he's probably not going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion in that point was see if you can get your kid to take care of it, to stand up, to say no, to, you know, not that he retaliates, but just to say no and to stop. And um, and, and maybe get some, if there's other kids involved, you know, help stand, stand up for them if, if he sees them pushing someone else. Yeah. Um it's an important life lesson, right? So and as a parent you're you're not always going to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And so this is a sort of great opportunity where it's a controlled situation. Yeah. There are you know even if they're high school kids, they're not going to let the kids go at each other too much. Yeah. Um so it's just something it's just I mean if it is a dangerous situation, maybe it's a really big kid right that's either big for his age or older than everybody else then then it might be something if it's a dangerous situation but i think if it's not really a dangerous situation um where they're in and if they're in little nights like maybe level 1 level 2 they're not getting enough speed on the ice really to do any yeah serious damage to themselves so i wouldn't as a parent i would see if my kid can solve the you know solve the situation on his own standing up for himself saying no um, not giving ground, um, and it's so. I mean, because they need to learn that, and 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 you would rather them learn that in a really controlled situation than anywhere else. Yeah, and and yes, there are coaches or kids that mm-hmm. have played hockey on the ice. I, I my sons have both jumped on to help. Yeah. Um. Sometimes now I don't know if it, it didn't sound. I don't know if it was like a verbal like I'm. I just want to hit people. Yeah. Or because it may not be physically, like they're physically hitting people. Mm-hmm. It may look like they're hitting people, but they really can't skate, and they run into kids. Like kids run into kids. Like some of that stuff. Like especially the squirts, mm-hmm. um, or the the mites. The mites, more so the mites, not the squirts, but more so the mites. You're out there. The squirts, I mean, you're. But but you're out there going, ooh, that was a pretty big hit. But it was because they can't, they haven't really learned how to stop except for putting their hands out and stopping. So you will see some of that as well. Oh, yeah. And in that learn to play age, I mean, they're going to get going a little bit and then hit each other. But again, they're not getting going at such a pace where they're really going to injure each other yeah right now anything can happen and you know someone could step on someone and that sort of thing when you get tangled up but the collision itself is generally not going to be high impact enough to do anything yeah. so I, it's the same reason why you know playing tackle football at a really young age is is an okay thing to do you just can't get enough force going to really injure yourself mm. right so and it teaches you okay how to take a hit how to make it not hurt and so learning that stuff at that age, at that time where, you know, you can do stuff and you're, you know, you're not going at such a rapid rate of speed or there's a, there's not enough weight behind things to really do damage to the human body. So that that's, that's what I'm talking about, a controlled situation where you can 
teach them to, you know, how to handle the situation. It gives you, yeah. as a parent, you can guide them through the situation, and then they go out there and handle it on their own, and it's a really good learning experience. And, and the, hockey, for 99.9% of people, that's what this is. Yeah. It's an opportunity to go and learn and grow and socially develop. Yeah, and we, we, we've talked about this in, in previous, you know, podcast so if you if you haven't heard uh our podcast take a listen listen to week one when we're just talking about where can your kid go and what what programs can they get into and stuff like that um you know we still even even with kids this day you know 12 uh, 14 and older kids parents you know tend to be we all have them on our team or we play against them there are parents out there that are absolutely very vocal mm-hmm. and uh, they say things that they really shouldn't say, but they say it anyways. Some of them are pretty nasty to be honest with you. Um, and they, at the end of the day, I mean, the parents that are, you know, having those questions or, or saying something that's not in this necessarily in this, as we get older, you know, you're saying stuff that you're like, this is still a 14 year old kid Mm -hmm. or still a, you know, the kid that is out there skating around, it could be an eight year old kid. Yeah. Uh, At the end of the day, they're, they're, they're kids. Yeah. They're 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 little kids. And, and the, and, and that is, unless they were physically out there to hurt or injure somebody, um, kids say the darndest things. So, uh, I think, you know, I think with the uh, Little Knights um, had chimed in on that and they're like, hey, yeah, send us a send us an email or whatever. I think that's that's fine, too. Kind of mm-hmm. keeps it on notice so they know that uh, they're they're potentially somebody out there that might be, you know, influencing uh, other kids or saying something, whatever. Uh, but it's really hard to figure that out. At, at at such a super young age, yeah, such a super young age, and and so early in the development, it's it really comes down to is the kid um, truly putting other kids in dangerous situations, or is it something that hey, you know, the kid might need a talking to after, yeah, but it's the same thing in any situation. The kids really have to learn. And sort of experiment and see, okay, what happens in situations so that they can build on that knowledge later in life. And, and yeah. it's a really good situation for the parent to use with their kid to, to sort of help them through it. Rather yeah. than um, appealing to that authority and getting it solved, you know, teaching your kid a bit of independence and having him, him or her solve it themselves. So yeah, I mean, I really like the the um, Facebook group page. It really allows for people to like have conversations, and they're interesting conversations at, at that. So it's it's really good to see. We also have a Facebook page. It's called Vegas Reekside Rundown. It's a group page too that you can jump on there, and if you have questions or concerns and want to say it uh, on Vegas Ringside Rundown Facebook page. Uh, please do. We'll bring it up on air uh, on our podcast and and try to answer those questions for you. Also, if you have questions for us or want something answered or looked into, we'll be happy to do it at info at VegasRingside.com. 
That's info at VegasRinkside.com. Um, also, you can check out our website, which has the links to Instagram, Facebook, X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, that You can go to www.VegasRinkside.com. Um, yeah, we're, we, we've got some exciting uh, opportunities for interviews coming up in the future. We're definitely looking to have a conversation with um, our friends over at uh, Revolt Hockey, which is a, a Henderson Bay. I think they're in, they might be in Las Vegas, but it's right there on Windmill and 215. Uh, Revolt Hockey has uh, you know sticks and skates and skate sharpening, and they can clean your gear. They have one of those machines over there as well. So if your kid stinks, you know, you can bring them down. Kids' clothes stink. And, and if your kid doesn't stink yet playing hockey, he will. Oh, for sure. Will. They all stink. Uh, they have an opportunity where you can bring in the gear and get that stuff cleaned up. But we're going to be talking with them, sitting down talking with them here in the future. Uh, but anyway, we also have a few more things out there, that uh, feelers out there that we'd like to get uh, some people on the uh, podcast to have a conversation. Uh, hopefully that will be coming up. Can't really announce it right now, but we definitely want you to know Keep listening because every week is going to be something different, something interesting, uh, something about hockey 101 and the 702. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, your kids are your pride and joy. And maybe they saw the Vegas Golden Knights team win it all last season and said, you know, mom and dad, I want to play hockey now. That's kind of how it went with Brandon. Mm -hmm. He was really good at soccer. And he's like, you know what? I'm getting bored at soccer. Can I play hockey? Sure. And now I got two in the in the biz. So uh, once again, we are really appreciative of you guys uh, listening to this podcast. Um, but we also want you to check out another one of our sponsors. Why don't you check out some of the pizza, I believe there, Nate. Uh, what's better than a slice of pizza? A slice, some, a slice from Marsigliano's, Ron. Especially their famous lasagna pizza. Oh, it's layers upon layers of Italian goodness. A true taste of Las Vegas. Great for game nights, family dinners, or just because you love pizza. So head on over to 8125 West Sahara Ave or give them a call at 702-979-9222. That's 702-979-9222. Marsigliano's Pizza. Where every bite is a slice of heaven. Ding. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it that we have for today. We, If you have any, like I said, any questions, any concerns, anything you want us to bring up on this podcast, we'd be more than happy to do so. Uh, we definitely wanted to just give, give a quick shout out to the teams that had played this past week and weekend. Um Future games coming up. I know the Vegas, um, excuse me, Las Vegas Storm will be playing out uh, some scrimmage games out in Arizona. The 14U AA will be in Arizona this weekend. Um, I believe uh, January we'll be going to Sacramento. There's going to be a bunch of uh, games being played. But hey, folks, if you want to look at your teams where they're ranking, go to myhockeyrankings.com. That's myhockeyrankings.com. There you can choose your level, which is squirt, peewee, bantam, midget, 
uh, minor, midget, major, major, even have high school, junior, college, so on, yada, yada, yada. And if you want to know what those levels mean, um, a few episodes back, Ron and I went over them, covered them, discussed what age groups go where and how you get into each level. So give that episode a listen. And then uh, last but not least, I just do want to give a shout out to the Vegas uh, University of Nevada UNLV hockey team. They are um, they're still playing, uh, trying to find their standings right now, actually. Um, oh, their ranking is number seven. Oh, wow. So they, uh, they dropped. That's through November 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like they dropped a little bit. They were fifth. Yeah, so their best ranking actually was ranked fourth on November 1st. And uh, it looks like the December 3rd ranking, they're number eight right now, I guess, is where they're at. Thinks computer rankings. Maybe that's when they're coming out. Mm. Full rankings will come out 12-3, uh, which that's already happened. So somewhere there should be rankings. But nevertheless, they are they are kicking butt and taking names. So we appreciate UNLV hockey um, and getting their um, their wins on. And then also, yeah, they ended up playing um, University of Arizona this past weekend, December first. They beat them six to one, and then they played University of Arizona on December second, beat them four to two. Upcoming games though on December eighth and ninth, they're going to be. Uh, and that was on that was away games, by the way. So the, on the road, they took two. Uh, they're going to be home December eighth and December 9th playing the University of Jamestown. Uh, so go check out those games. December eighth will be at seven thirty Pacific Standard Time, and December 9th also at seven thirty. And I believe they play those two games are going to be at City National Arena. Also, the other team that we like to follow here is the Las Vegas uh, Thunderbirds. Uh, they, I believe, played this past weekend or over the last two weeks. I know they've played something for sure. Problem is, is as much as I want to follow them, which I do, which I try, um, my own son's hockey kind of gets <laughs> in the way, right? So it looks like, uh, let's see here. We'll go to December and I will, here we go. Uh, December 8th. So they did play some uh, uh, November 18th and 19th, 17, 18, 19th. They ended up playing the Roughnecks, uh, beating them, um, losing 3-7, to seven, uh, beating them 6-3. But they come in playing um, in Carlsbad. They're going to be on the road playing the San Diego Sabres on December 8th and December 9th. 1, 1 a.m.? Can that can even be real? <laughs> So and the tenth. So if you want to check out some some hockey there, some late in, night hockey in, in Carlsbad <laughs> Ice Town at one a.m. You got it. Uh, they'll eventually come back to the CNA on December seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. It looks like they're going to be playing in that tournament. December seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. They're going to be playing the Seattle Totems, uh, the Ca- uh, Casper Roughnecks, and the Asante Outlaws. Uh, oh, and on the 20th, they're going to be playing Rough Valley Royals. So four games coming up on December 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th here at CNA, uh, 740, 
3.40, 12 p.m., 8 a.m. on a Wednesday. Interesting. Early. So if you are not at work and want to check out some hockey, go check out the Las Vegas Thunderbirds and University of Nevada of Las Vegas, UNLV, running Rebels. Really, skating Rebels, right? Skating, running. Skating, running, whatever. But this is Ron reporting here for Vegas Ringside Rundown. I'm with my good buddy, Nate. And I just want to tell you, my sign-off, we're out.